Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, everyone. I'm so glad that you are joining us today because we are talking about ultimate manifesting. And my guest today is a radiant being who is liquid nirvana. Laura Rose is joining us today, and we are very pleased to present her to our audience for the first time. Welcome, Solara Rose. Aw, thank you so, so much, beloved. I'm honored to be here, and I'm very excited to see where the golden thread of divinity guides us. <laughs> ah, I love that, the golden thread of divinity. We're going to get there, and we're going to um, hear some messages. You are a channel, and you really are empowering New Earth visionaries new earth leaders and this comes by way of embodiment embodiment of our higher self this really is the key to our future so we're going to talk all about that and really truly what that means from your perspective but solara first let's talk about you you are this channel and you're so open and you're so tuned in and tapped in can you share your story of what that was like for you was it uh, something that you've always been tapped into, or were there awakening moments for you? Yeah, that's such a, a beautiful and fully loaded question. <laughs> I have had, as I many, imagine many of the, the star seeds and the God seeds and really just any beautiful sacred human on planet Earth has experienced many catalytic events starting at a very young age. And so, you know, I remember being a star being on Sirius before incarnating into this specific lifetime and another galactic being coming to me and telepathically vibrationally transmitting, you know, you are needed on earth. And without any hesitation, I just started down here. And I remember coming into this realm and feeling the extreme shift from pure white light radiance and absolute harmony and bliss and unconditional love into some of the density that was here. So for the first years of my childhood, I was still very connected to that energy of home and I felt it and I knew it. And then things started to unfold in my familial life and, uh, you know, things that I saw, things that I witnessed, things that I experienced that were in stark contrast to that deep inner knowing. And so there, there was a lot, there was a lot growing up. I was tapped into that space and I knew psychically what it was. And so when these other things were presenting, it was very difficult for my being. So I shut down my gifts for a very long time because I thought that something was wrong with me. I thought that I was going crazy. My, my natural inclination was to see things um, in holism from an integrated, divine, natural, organic perspective. So a lot of the ways of education and the systems that we are brought up in didn't harmonize with my being and it, it didn't really feel all that natural. And so um, there was a lot of uh, violence and abuse in my home environment growing up. And I also was on a lot of anxiety and depression medication to try to kind of squelch those gifts or to tame them, I would say, uh, to make what them. What age were you? What age did you start to shut them down? Ah, that's a beautiful question. 
I would say around what's coming up is six and eight. So for the first, you know, little while, I remember being very content. So if you can imagine a contented Buddha, just very radiant and happy and at peace. I was like that for the beginning part of my youth. And then when I started to see things that my beautiful sacred parents who we are all healed and harmonious now, which is such a blessing and has been an immense part of this journey. Um, you know, I started to see some of the things that were going on behind the scenes that they were trying to keep from us. And it was like a jolt. It was a shock to my system. And then once it had been kind of revealed to me, a lot of it was um, expressed towards me. So, um, and that started around the age of six and then it progressed onward and intensified throughout my uh, adolescence and my young adult years and even into college. And so there are many things that arose from that, you know, well, one, pushing my gifts down to self-doubt, self-criticism, self-loathing. I didn't know how to properly care for and honor and nourish myself, which led to patterns that played out in the realm of health patterns, relationship patterns, um, financial patterns, all of this, um, deep challenges and deep struggles in all of those areas. So I literally had to rewrite my entire operating system to come back into resonance and harmony with home, with my higher self. So I came in with the knowing and then it's like I selected this path of deep intensity and trial by fire in order to experience what I would say is the full range of what most humans experience um, as far as intensity and challenge and adversity so that I could then reverse engineer all that programming and then bring forth how to do that into the world as a gift for other beings. Um, and I'm very thankful now that I have experienced all of that because what it has taught me above all else is how to love deeply and how to love richly everyone in all moments because wherever we are on our path and whatever we're going through, whatever our challenge or our hardship is, there's either the representation of love that is being shown by a being or there is a deep cry and a call for love, a suppression of the self. And so being able to recognize that and get up under all the patterns and all the programs and be able to see to the core quintessential truth of divine love has been, it's, it's the most beautiful gift. It's the most sacred gift because you can be anywhere with anyone at any time and be a source of love and be an offering of love or a space of love. And that's the space of true connection. That's the space of true relation. And as that actually pertains to Aurora, ultimate manifesting its Aurora, it's really connecting into the divine life and all beings and being able to see beyond anything else that may be presenting. And so for us, that requires a deepening, an extraordinary deepening inside to be able to get to those places and spaces and to be able to hold such a solid field of love that we can be present to some of those energies. It's like being the eye in the storm, okay? Like you're calm and you're centered and you're grounded and you know what that truth is and you know that it's love. And the storm can be going on around you, but you can still hold that securely inside. Um, is the, the focal point of, of truth. And with that, everything around us shifts and has an opportunity to come into deeper harmony and deeper alignment. And we can shift and transform anything in our life in this way. And most importantly, relationships, because this whole 
beautiful, sacred, infinite game that we are playing is a game of relationships, relationship with reality and in every single moment. Relationship with reality and what a reality out there today in our world is it shifting so quickly. It is beautiful to shift. It is um, interesting for some to go through that and to see some judgment that might be coming up, judgment of others. But again, your message of holding solid to love in all ways to everyone, deep love, love deeply and richly, everyone, that really is powerful for our time today. How would you say that you've handled judgment, your own self-judgment or judgment of others? Because that seems to be like a piece that really could be beneficial for everyone to release, that judgment. Yes, 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 yes. So judgment, and this is fascinating because it's bringing me to what I would call the holy trinity of spiritual embodiment to, to master these energetic dynamics within. And this is from Eckhart Tolle. He talks about the power of now, non-resistance, non-judgment, and non-attachment. And if we can reside in that space and move through life, from that space, everything synchronizes effortlessly for us. So in the space and place of judgment, the first thing that I would say is return to calm, return to center, return to the heart space. So whenever we are feeling um, anxious, our feathers are ruffled, <laughs> you know, we're, we're wanting to engage or wanting to jump into that dance you know, with another being or with another energy that, that may be riling up that part of our symphony, because if it's arising, it's part of our symphony. And just these very simple exercises where we can just touch our hearts and our natural heartbeat is our homeostasis, it's our balance, and just breathe into the heart, connect to Mother Gaia, spend some time in nature to return to, it's like our divine majesty is how I experience that energy to just come home to what is true and what is real and to allow the judgment to dissipate naturally and organically. Because um, sometimes when things are a little bit hectic, we just start to get in our head a lot. <laughs> all the mental energy is going and running. And once that's on a bit of a cycle, it becomes quite a loop. You know, we can really get into the energetic of that. So coming back to that space of pure perfection, in the now of home to our heartbeat, knowing all is all is sacred, all is perfect <laughs> within the world, and just melting into that space of safety and trust, and then returning to, you know, whatever that particular topic is at a different time from from a pure space within our being. Um, so just giving ourselves those moments to kind of lean back as that comes up and as it arises, um, you know, in judgment. Hmm. Feel into the energy of judgment for a moment. You know, sometimes, sometimes there judgment can be judgment as a as a mode of discernment is also very powerful. So, looking at judgment even itself from a different lens of maybe I'm making uh, a judgment call. So, say you're a mother or a father or someone who is responsible for a large organization or enterprise, and you have to make decisions, you have to make judgments, you have to make discernments on a regular basis. It can be a very beautiful and sacred energy, 
but where is it coming from is the question. So the, the most sacred expression of judgment is balance. So the desire of a being who is making a judgment is to bring balance and harmony and power with to all beings in a container. So looking at what is actually in the highest and best for everyone here. And sometimes that requires us to, you know, get into the details of things and imbalance and, and those scales, but in a way that is beneficial to the self, but also beneficial to every other being that is involved in that scenario. So judgment itself can be a very sacred, <laughs> I consider it to be a very sacred energy. It's just how we utilize it. And if we're utilizing it incorrectly, we'll know because it creates a power dynamic is what it does. It's either power over or power under, where we're judging ourselves and we're placing ourselves beneath someone or something or some ideal, um, or we're exerting power over and we're placing something else beneath us. So it's really about bringing that, that equanimity um, back to the space so that everybody prospers and everybody flourishes. And so it's cooperation, learning the art of cooperation. <laughs> I love that, Solara. It really is new earth in that way. <clears throat> and the words that you said, you know, balance, that was something that came to me recently, like balance and everything. So that's really cool that you brought that word up. And equanimity is absolutely um, new earth. And so we're moving into that world, that new earth world, and to be able to release the judgment and that dynamic of um, power over or power under just feels like a huge relief. So I do see that, yes, it's part of a discernment, but when it gets critical, it just is not good. And we can totally feel that energy. We can feel it. And that's the name of the game here, too, when we're feeling more and more with these energies. So we're going to talk more. You mentioned Aurora, the divine light, and ultimate manifesting, Aurora ultimate manifesting. But you said something about your story that I want to go back to, because I think so many know this. We come into Earth, and we look around as kids, <laughs> and we see things that just don't, we just know within, it's just not right. So now you remember being that star being on Sirius. So share with us memories of what that world is like, yeah. and then why you came to Earth. So it's twofold. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in that space, it's, it's, it's the field of absolute unification of all parts of the self. And so we're in, you know, that's the ultimate. I would consider that to be the source field or the resonance of home. But even in planes like Sirius and, and you know, if we are from, you know, Pleiadia, Pleiadians and all, all these different star councils and galactic councils, we serve a sacred commission while we're on those councils to maintain, <laughs> to maintain that harmony and that balance amongst all life so that all ecosystems from the micro to the macrocosm can truly flourish and harmony with one another. So in that space uniquely, I personally carried a very crone-like energy. I was very much a spearhead um, on the galactic councils when I was in that space. And so it's, it's really, it's akin to the great white brotherhood. And that was part of my initiation in this dimensional reality, but it is, um, you know, another way to say that would be the cosmic Christian consciousness. It's, it's pure 
love and, and connecting into the space of something that I call care artistry. So, and this is the power of those councils too, because it is love, but it is love in action. And so there's also a very regal and majestic energy to these spaces because what is it to actually care for all of life in all moments? Like we had a sacred child, like we were caring for our young, you know, and, and bringing that through, threading that through into how we care for our bodies, how we care for our consciousness and our mind and our energy and our living spaces, and then having that branch out into our families and our communities and then ultimately the entire scope of the earth so that everything can flourish. And, you know, this is even another, um, as we are meeting the divinity and other beings, coming from the space, from the motivation of care. I care about you. I love you. I want what is in the highest and best for you and for me. How do we create that? And having a beautiful, open, expressive dialogue where everybody is heard, seen, valued, honored, and that can be created. So a lot of that energy, that familial energy, and being love in motion is what is very activated in those realms. And it's because of that, it's utter peace. And it's utter wonder. It's that kind of, um, you know, when everything's just still, it's, it's got a breathtaking quality to it because you're just awestruck by the beauty of isness, by the beauty of beingness, and to resonate in those spaces where that's so enough. We're just there, and we are beings of the light, and we're feeling and resonating the light, and simply witnessing and experiencing and engaging the light in all that we do. Um, and that's it. <laughs> that's the gift and the glory um, of being in those spaces. And so then the second one was and coming into this earth plane and feeling the contrast of that. Yeah, that was a um, – it was quite intensive. So it's a great way to relate those is if you're ever having the most miraculous, marvelous day of your life and you're just happy and you're soaring and you're having a great time and you maybe bump into someone or – you go out and you enter into a space that's in a bit of a lower frequency, you can just feel the instantaneous contrast and there can be, and this is where resilience is built in this reality, there can be an inclination to kind of go into that frequency, to go into that density and allow it to kind of pull us down or weigh us down, but to stay elevated is the resilience. To choose that high, high, high frequency anyways, no matter what is going on, and that is our sovereignty, our creative power, our capacity to choose and decide and select uh, what it is that we want to feel and experience in every moment. And that actually allows us to shift completely out of any spaces and places of victim and be in our full creative sovereignty and choice of right now in this moment, I'm going to choose to feel joy. I'm going to choose to feel peace. And if I'm not resonating there in this exact moment, that's okay. I'm going to go and do something that's going to support me with shifting into that space. And we always have access to that power of choice wherever we are, no matter what's going on. Um, and so that was a, a gift of feeling that contrast. My being had such an extreme desire to return to that frequency of home. I was on a mission for freedom. I was on a mission for finding my own 
truth and it's just such a warm radiant energy i wanted to feel that deep in my bones and my solar plexus and in my body and i wanted to return to that space and so i was on a search for how do i do that how do i anchor that in how do i hold that field securely and integrally amidst all that is arising and all that's going on without allowing anything else to pull on or influence my energy or my experience and what an empowering thing. We all get to make that choice for ourselves. Yes, that's what an empowering thing. What an empowering thing. All right, so love and action and choosing that high frequency always in all ways. And that's what makes you a beautiful guide for helping others. You help so many people to achieve this within themselves. We're going to talk about that. That's the work that you do in your oracle readings. But I want to share more about your Aurora Ultimate Manifesting. And um, this really is a key as well, because when it's all connected in love like this and from that motivation, that joy, and that's where when we begin, we start by doing things that we love and it brings us back into that joy. But that's really the ultimate secret, isn't it? It's the doorway. It's the key. It's the gateway to manifesting so share more on that and what you mean by aurora ultimate manifesting yeah so there's so much beauty in everything that you just expressed and one of the core components that i want to weave through very quickly is before we shift into that because it's a little bit different it's a little bit exotic it's a whole lot of fun um it's divine tantra i would say true yoga true union um and experiencing that as we move and dance through life as a kind of sacred romance with the beloved, the Eurus Gonmos. Um, but the piece around um, staying in our joy is about following that golden thread. You know, here recently, and I, I am, <laughs> I've had some really fascinating and, and truly quite strange happenings in my reality over the past month. And I'm very much used to living in a very harmonized, synchronistic, um, I would say that my symphony is finely attuned and I've just kind of entered into some dances with some different music that I'm accustomed to, that I'm used to. And so there have been funny technological happenings. Things have gone awry. I've had things arise in my physical body and I take exquisite care of my health. But even in the midst of that, I have trained myself and this is what I support people with too because it's so pivotal to what becomes of our greatest, well, I like to call them opportunities and invitations, but challenges, it could be another word for it. Um, whenever anything that is um, an opportunity like that arises for me, I, I immediately go, how can this be worked for gold for others? How can this be utilized as something that can serve a greater good? And that is my questioning process. So if something like this is occurring, there has got to be a more expanded reason why my soul chose it. So please reveal that to me. So even in those moments of challenge or hardship, you know, in our experience, we can go, okay, what is this going to be utilized for and how much more gold is going to come out of it than, you know, just this little morsel that I'm experiencing right now? How can we spread this out to become something beneficial and, and life-giving and supportive for not only ourselves in our own experience and in our growth process, but also for so many other beings? And, you know, even when those 
those things arise, I go, you know, it might not have, uh, it might not have arisen any other way that I then selected this path because of this, that I then chose to share this message because of this. This message never might have gotten out if I didn't go through this and have it to share. And now all these beings are benefiting from it. So that, that one, following the quintessential gold, golden thread and really truly looking for the gold and the grace and the glory and the gift in everything that arises in our experience and looking at how it can be worked as something that is miraculous and life-giving for ourselves and for other beings in the greater picture of things. And then Aurora, and that, so that's a part of it, that Aurora. So imagining reality as the only thing that exists and this is a space that we're coming into in the new earth now and that's why we see this kind of fast and furious cleansing out of all of these codes and programs that aren't in complete resonance with the truth of who and what we are is sacred divine perfect fully infinite creator gods and goddesses in form all of that is getting cleansed out of what i would consider to be the collective genome or the collective avatar and we're coming into more embodiment of that radiance and that light and more of it is starting to emerge but with that emergence because it's being birthed from within our dna any layers of density programs patterns that are overlaying that light are just coming up to be released so if it's coming up that's a great sign because that means it's shifting into a higher, more expanded expression of itself. So there's even truly a gift in that. If it's coming up, awesome, because you're about to transform it, evolve it, release it, and, and shift into more radiance and more um, joy and passion than you have ever known before. So even celebrating that. And then Aurora is this space and place where that's all that exists, where we come to the recognition that that is all that is really real, is that quintessential light of truth and of reality and that nothing else actually exists except for in the mind. So if we can focalize the light, amplify the light, engage with the light, and therefore the beloved in, in all moments, this is the most powerful point of manifestation. So this is even beyond the space and place of creation because all potentials, possibilities, realities, and timelines already exist. They're already created and crystallized. They're already there somewhere in the multidimensional landscape for us to access and align to and experience and live into. And one of the most powerful ways to create a quantum shift is, so right now as we are dialoguing and I am, I am looking at you, I am, I'm seeing the beloved. I am seeing source. So that's connection that we each uniquely share with source when we go into our prayer space when we go into our ceremonies when we go into our visionary space and we're just ah god life source here we are having this gorgeous dialogue here we are having this beautiful relationship and this connection and this intimacy what our relationship is there in that space in its most pure intimate natural organic expression if we can bring that through all of our connections and all of our relations because that's the most authentic part of who we are as beings if we can bring that through and recognize that we're always doing that dance with the beloved things will manifest that are beyond our conception and rapidly and in 
magnitude at magnitude <laughs> the quantum leaps that are accessible in that space and this is even akin to the sacred art of snake charming you know this is how belly dancers and and um sacred artisans did snake charming they connected with the divine they didn't have any fear and this is the um beautiful sacred balance of that space too because animals can sense your fear and it's so subtle and it's so transient and so this is the mastery is being able to hold that thread of I see you I see your divinity I don't fear you you're a magnificent beautiful divine creature and I want to know more about you what are your gifts what is your magic what is your artistry what is your genius and coming into that relation and that dance in the space of curiosity and love and truth and not fearing things that might potentially appear to be <laughs> a little bit scary at first glance you know and this is back to that i've heard this theme come up a lot during these times as things aren't as they seem and that's always true it's how we perceive them to be and so to get to that core the aurora light the divine light in all beings and to not be afraid but to have curiosity to have a sense of novelty and adventure and in a lot of ways too it's like the romantic nature of our own soul to be in love with life connecting purely with the beloved and then everything that our heart and our soul authentically desires presents itself and arises either in our intuition or in our actual physical experience before we need to ask before we have to define it before we even have to go into the realm of creating it all of those alignments start to synchronize into place for us and then of course it's the dynamism of listening to our intuition and following through on any intuitive nudges or action steps that we are provided with but it's this gorgeous space of pure flow that we then enter and everything is in truly its most brilliant magnanimous highest dimensional alignment for our life because there's some things you know we think we know what we want sometimes and then we receive the thing that we want and it's like oh actually that's not completely what i wanted is maybe close or maybe we can make some refinements or some adjustments but when we live from this space of truly connecting with the divine light and the beloved and that is the the um relational energy that we are choosing to meet life with what we truly desire starts to really unfold for us and come in ways that are so serendipitous so miraculous so delighting because it's what we actually want and that part of us knows beyond the conception of our mind what it is that we're seeking and it's these gorgeous wondrous enchanting novel landscapes of reality that we enter into that are so connected to the most authentic resonance of our own soul so we're always guided into the creative landscape that resonates most with our own unique soul and that's ultimately what we're looking for always is the experience of the resonance but when we're living from this space it's both the resonance and it's the glory of the physical representation of that resonance and um in my journey this is where i mean we're talking quantum leaps of of magnitude high quality um just so rich with love and beauty and abundance and creativity and flow and excitement and joy all the things that we're truly desiring at their most optimum quality 
and um, quantity simultaneously. Yes, and so, all right, <clears throat> when we're in that space, that, that divine connection, and actually we're going to do a little meditation here or uh, a process where you can really supercharge our connection to that divine, the aurora light, the divine light, so we can feel that and experience it. So what would you say for those, and you work with so many people, where is the connection of um, the mind? The what what does the mind play in steering the ship of creation, or is it truly heart based? Where what we do, what we love, enjoy, because we're doing what we love and and being in that connection, the inspiration comes in that way. Or is I mean I hope I'm clear there. I guess yeah. it's what role does the mind, you know, or setting goals or anything like that that seems so 3D and linear. But what role does it play? How does it balance? Yes, this is a stunning question. And so the mind, the mind is a brilliant and powerful and sacred tool. And I look at the mind as it's like a quantum neural network. So it's more than just the brain. It's actually all of our energetic bodies and systems. So it includes the brain. It includes the heart. It includes all of our chakras and our biomorphic fields. And it, it's what expands out into the infinite quantum Self. And so awareness, expanded awareness, so we're the mind of God, quantum mind, and when our mind and our awareness is really open to who and what we truly are. So yes, I am this individuated facet of self, but I am also everything around me, and I am also the earth, and I am also the cosmos. When we can start to gain a larger vantage point for who and what we truly are, we can start to vision out. So we can start to imagine greater and grander possibilities for what is accessible in our life. And, and really, truly, the mind and the vision serves resonance and serves decision. <laughs> I love when it goes, just a little melody. Um, so I would say it's, it's everything simultaneously. So we're not completely negating the mind or negating the power of choice and decision and, and defining our goals and even beyond defining, yeah, defining outcomes, I would say, defining results. So that's the most powerful thing that we can do is because when we really, if we're really honest with ourselves, we don't care about how the thing comes about as long as it's in the greatest harmony and flourishing of all. We just really want to experience the thing. But sometimes we have an idea of how that thing should manifest. If we can let all that go and just define exactly what we want, what those results are, what the, what the outcome is, what the, the final grand vision is, then that's the majesty of how it comes to be for us, too, because it's like it's the resonance of it. It's the feeling of it. And sometimes it's a very tangible, visceral sensorial, physical thing, you know, like I want to have plush velvet pillows and throw blankets and candles lit all over my space. And I want to have my altar set up and, and I want to have gorgeous music that's playing and amazing friends who I feel really vital, vitalized, and inspired by, you know, sometimes it's, so we go into the visionary space, the space of quantum mind to envision um, what has been most effective in my reality is our most healthy, happy, vital, abundant self, 
who am I when I'm truly thriving? What does my life, life look like? What are all of the actual components of that? And then at the level of, you know, more three, three, third dimensional reality planning and all of this, we can start to synthesize the vision down from that more expanded space and go, okay, so if I, as the almighty, powerful, infinite creator of my life, are going to create this for myself, what are the components of this? How do I organize this? How do I create something and build something from this vision? How do I actually architect this vision into being and into form? So the vision serves the that's the blueprint. It gives us the mind, gives us the blueprint for our unique creation so that we can actually start to engage it and enact it. The heart to heart and the engaging with the beloved, this is the, um, this is the space of miracles because it's perceptually based. This is the space of radical quantum shifts where we're very clear on what our vision is and where we're going and what our creations are and what it is that we want to bring into form. And when we're in our own personal creative space, that's what we're doing. We're building that. We're creating that. We're giving our gifts and our service and our creations to the world. Um, and we're doing all of that. And then in, in the moment itself, from the relational space of connecting with the beloved, the dance, the lover and the beloved, in each moment, the way that that super accelerates our vision. So now all of a sudden, all of the beautiful um, relationships, the connections, the opportunities, the resources, everything that you need to fulfill that vision. And in a lot of cases, like the, the actual manifest reality of that vision. So, you know, if it's something on the lines of a legacy where you're building out all of the components, that's going to be your journey to, you know, in your creation to, to birth fully into being. So you're going to be with each step of that process. But, but if it's something like a home or a relationship, that's something that, you know, you're going to align with. You're going to align with that reality. You're likely, unless you're building your dream home and you're working with contract, you're not going to build your home from scratch yourself. So you're creating these dimensional alignments and what allows all of those pieces to synchronize much more rapidly um, is the way that we relate to our reality. And that is what supports it with landing and crystallizing fully. That's what supports it with um, presenting itself to us also you know, presenting all the elements and the components that we need along that journey or that we desire to experience along that journey. So the vision and the mind, the blueprint, the map, the resonance, because, you know, when you feel into your greatest dreams and your greatest desires and you, you can see it, that's what builds and cultivates the resonance in the body and the resonance is what aligns us to the actual reality itself where that already exists. So we always attract what we're feeling. Okay. Yes. Very good. Well, we have some few moments here and it would be beautiful, Solara, for you mm -hmm. to lead us in a process or a meditation to really supercharge that connection okay. and to um, connect with the beloved and dance our visions. Can you lead us on that? Yes, absolutely. Let's let us see where the energy wants to go. Ah, so if everybody who is with us, if you want to just rub your hands together and envision 
golden white divine light is building and growing and illuminating your hands, growing in the energetic aura around your hands. When your hands get nice and warm, you have all that beautiful chi and divine life force flowing to your hands, go ahead and place your right hand on your heart and your left hand over your solar plexus to really root and ground all of that golden white light, that divine cosmic energy into your body, into your heart space, bringing all of your energetic systems into absolute coherency and alignment with divine love, with divine radiance, with divine truth. Go ahead and start to still your mind and really relax deeply and richly into your physical body, releasing any resistance that you may be holding on to anywhere, feeling the resonance of home, of safety, of perfection, of trust, of peace, knowing that this frequency and this energy is always accessible to you in all moments. And as you melt into it, as you connect into it, your whole multidimensional landscape and creation shifts to match you, to mirror you. And so this is also a way to create profound instantaneous change in your reality. That shift in resonance shifts the whole field. And because life is a gorgeous holographic sacred mirror, your reality will always be mirroring back your state to you. So as you come into peace, your reality comes into peace with you, just like an actual mirror. When we smile in the mirror, the mirror smiles back. <laughs> and so you can really select your frequency. So returning into this space and this frequency of home and just start taking some really nice, deep, whole body breaths into your nose and out through your mouth and just feeling the quintessential breath of life, of divinity, of love, of source coursing through your body, through your being, feeling the sacred elements coming in, the cool breeze uh, of the mountains, of the ocean, just coursing and cascading through your body, through your cells, through your energy, through your auric fields, through your biomorphic fields, uh, through your mind, body, soul, spiritual, physical, mental, energetic, etheric, astral bodies, just feeling that fresh breeze of, of ease, of grace, of source, of trust, of elegance, the elegance of beingness, and just taking that deep breath of fresh air and letting yourself release anything that you've been holding, anything that you've been carrying, that you're ready to let go of, allowing that density to just kind of melt off and flow out of your system ah, and just connecting into the divine light, remembering that not only does source love you unconditionally, not only does source provide for you infinitely and abundantly and embrace you infinitely and abundantly, but this energetic is who and what you truly are. So really melting into that within yourself. Ah, this is me. This is the self. This is who I am. I can return home to my quintessential nature in any moment through the portal of the breath, really, and the portal of the heart, the, the, the beat, the rhythm of the heart and through the coursing of the breath through the body. So just bringing these um, golden white light frequencies and even some turquoise energy just to kind of clear out and refresh in and or 
freshen and rejuvenate and revitalize all of your energetic systems, your cells, your particles, your holographic DNA, your physical DNA, your atoms, your cells, protons, photons, neutrons, electrons, ions, cell nucleus, cell membrane, cellular DNA, atoms, subatoms, your peptides, uh, all dimensional facets of your being, your mind, your energy, your consciousness, and your creation, infusing all dimensions of your physical vessel, your physical temple, and your life, all dimensional facets of your, your life and your creation with the divine, infinite light of the one, of pure source, of pure divinity, illuminating all back into a space of pure oneness, pure synchrony, pure coherency in this here and now, so that all parts of the self are super symmetrically synchronized and harmonized. And coming into the awareness that this is truly all that there is. This is all that's real. This is all that actually exists. This is all that is infinite, eternal, everlasting, omnipotent, omnipresent. Ah, this is who and what we all truly are. And so as we return to this space, and really it's such an eloquently simple calibration because it's just that return to truth. So we can do these gorgeous stunning activations, and I have many, and actually I have a beautiful free gift that's going to go out to all of you, where we work through all of the fine details of our energetic systems and all of the fine details of our life. But there's something really um, eloquent and pristine and really quite relieving about just coming back into this harmony, just coming back into the one light, the aurora, the space and place of pure divinity, pure illumination, and recognizing that this is all that will outlast. <laughs> this is all that is at the core of, of being. Everything that we see presenting, everything else is just a pattern that rises and falls in the gorgeous cosmic ocean and the gorgeous cosmic dance. So if we can just remember to return home to the center in the ease at which we can do so. 30 seconds to return to our temple space within. And we can access this field of light and truth wherever we are, whatever is going on in our lives. We can just lean back and into this space and then we can re-engage the dance when we're ready to. Um, and I'm really feeling that call to just present this simply today because I do quite um, detailed, thorough, intensive activations where uh, I go through the, the entire infinite quantum avatar of self and actually the way that that has been downloaded to me is our the new divine human, the divine human avatar that is in total synchrony with this divine light, totally embodied, where we have calibrated to a space of super conscious awareness and embodiment, and we're living that frequency through in our experience in all moments. Um, but to just give everyone a super simple tool, just always returning to the breath and always returning to who we know ourselves to be. So there's been a great call in recent times with everything that is unfolding on our planet for us each uniquely to return to our sovereignty, to really return to our own soul. So even as much, even with me, with anybody else who's providing guidance, providing service, providing instruction, I would say that the greatest form of leadership on our planet are those beings who are directing you back into your own truth, back into your own 
soul to, to what is your truth what is the truth of your soul of your heart of, of of you and really connecting back into that and returning home to like who am i in the middle of all of this what feels right for me what feels true for me what feels most activated and alive for me what do i want to experience how do i want to navigate this reality, what do I want my next creation to be? What do I want to birth into form? And really going into the space of deep self-inquiry, one, so that we can know ourselves better and know ourselves as the infinite creator so that we can really, you know, move through life in connection to our deep truth and that which is most resonant with our soul. Because what I am, you know, presenting as with anybody else is my unique vantage point, what it is that I am experiencing and embodied in. And I imagine that there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's deeply resonant to that quintessential truth that we all share. But the way that that genius and that truth shows up and expresses through each of us is so unique and so diverse. And I think that that's, that's the true beauty of it is the diversity of how that energy wants to live and breathe and express and shine through each of us. And so I've always had this great call to, and this is also stemming from my childhood, having my uniqueness and my gifts kind of um, quieted and tamed quite a lot <laughs> because they were a little bit different and a little bit exotic. And I had a knowing that was 180 degrees from what I was experiencing. And I, I, I trust that many, many beings, if not all beings are tuning into this with us, I have had that same experience in one form or another. So this is just a sacred invitation back home to your own self, to your own genius, to your own heart, to your own reality, to your own creation. How do you want to play the infinite game? How do you want to experience life? You know, what is, what, what is being here in the human body with the, such novelty, uh, you know, of adventure, of pleasure, of joy, of lived experience that we have to select from out of all that we have to choose from, what is true for you? What do you desire to build and create and live into and explore? And to really trust that and to know what that is for you and to follow that and to allow it to look exactly how it's supposed to look for you in the way that brings you the most joy, you know? And sometimes that means we're going to be like up in the visionary space and we're going to be in a dreamy realm for a few days. Sometimes we need that. We need a few days off to just, I call it just like surrendering into the feather bed of source and just, ah, I'm going to let my creation catch me and fan me and feed me grapes and bring me my desires. And I'm going to daydream and I'm going to go into the visionary realms and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to play here. And then when I'm ready, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be a steward of my creations. I'm going to be a mother. I'm going to be a father and embody my queen and my king energy. And I'm going to really start to architect this vision that I have just received in the physical and I'm going to map it. And sometimes we want something to happen now, instantaneously. We want to have that miracle or we want to have our lover show up or we want to have, you know, whatever that novel thing is for us. For me, I'm pretty simple in a lot of ways. I wake up and from, from my high heart, which is the most powerful frequency to manifest from when we are requesting our desire. So I'll just express what that is here briefly. Our high heart is that energy when we're speaking to children and animals, that space of purity and that space of innocence when we are engaging with, yeah, children and animals. What is that resonance? What is that? And we can just look into our reality and go, 
okay, guys, and this is how I talk to my team. It's just very casual and very real and very love-based. I go, today I want to experience, I just want animal totems and sacred symbology and beautiful, magical, enchanting happenings that really light my heart and fill up and let me know you guys are here by my side. And just beautiful, playful, innocent things. And we can also call in bigger things, you know, depending on what it is that we uniquely are desiring to experience that day, that week, that month, that year, um, but evoking from the high heart. So there's all these different multifaceted ways that we manifest and create also, um, but what I will say, the thing that makes our desire, it's always a 100% guaranteed yes. We don't always remember that it's a 100% guaranteed yes, that our reality is going to bring us what it is that we have requested or that that thing is going to show up or that great big grand vision is ever going to actualize itself. Is this ever going to actualize itself? I have been working on this for 10 years what is going on where is it where's the fruit you know but you know it's the difference between a seasonal vegetable that you're growing that sprouts out almost immediately and an apple tree it's going to take a few years you know and so sometimes in those in-between spaces that's where we contend with all of our subconscious material because we get to see where we're not fully trusting or we're not fully loving ourselves and we're not fully allowing ourselves to receive from the wellspring of life that which is our birthright because we are the source in form and there's no other reason we don't there we don't even need a reason on top of it we get to just experience what we desire because we are source because we exist but in those in-between spaces we can momentarily lose contact with that knowing of who and what we are and how powerful we are and our deservedness and our wholeness um, and so just those reminders and, and, and connecting into that, like, ah, oh, yes, that's right. I'm first. I can, I can experience that. I can have that. So remembering that the answer for us is always yes. And the way to not experience that wobble, this is where Aurora comes in, is when we become fully devoted to love, truly, in our life. And this requires strength. It requires a strength of being this within us because life will present us with challenging scenarios and challenging people and challenging circumstances. And we get to choose to solidify our integrity and our mastery in those moments by going, I'm still going to be in my truth. I'm not going to become um, wobbly in my love. I'm going to be strong in my truth. And I'm going to honor you and I'm going to look for the win-win resolution that is accessible in this container for all of us. But I'm still going to meet you like I'm meeting the beloved. And I'm going to be in fully unified love for, for everyone. And in that embodiment, what it is that a being chooses from that space automatically will manifest itself in every scenario. Because the level of integrity with divine will is so solid and so high that it must. And that's the power of it. And that's the power of it. Thank you for sharing that technique. It immediately shifted us. I can feel everyone feeling less dense from that. And what a beautiful welcome home to that energy. Just welcome home to mm -hmm. it all, to the divine source. Yeah. 
And thank you for all of it. I want to just say 100% guaranteed the yes if we just believe it. So what a beautiful process for all of us. I hope everyone was feeling into that and feeling that beautiful heart and home that they all are. And we can see that your Syrian star being really is coming through here in that holistic expression that you shared with us today, that wholeness that we are. And that's what you help people remember. And you help facilitate people's visions, laser sharp into what it is they're here to create. So um, we be easy on ourselves as we go through this process, right? Be easy on ourselves. Because I know that ego and the mind wants to come in and take over. But again, this um, internal GPS of the heart is really the way. So you work with people. Let's talk about sessions that you offer because they really are dynamic and, and quantum in the sense that they really help people shift. So you call these an oracle reading, but it really is, it's a golden oracle hour and it's a psychic reflection, reflection session. What goes on there? It's a whole kaleidoscope of just the most magnificent magic, I must say. I am so deeply blessed by all of the beautiful beings that I get to work with and who come to me to share space because in our containers, not only am I providing um, service and reflections for them, but they enrich and fuel and empower my soul too. I, I always step away from these calls and I it just feel in love. And I just, you know, I always take about five to ten minutes to just reflect on, wow, <laughs> thank you, life. Thank you that this marvelous being exists. And it's so contingent upon what it is that each being uniquely needs in the moment. So sometimes we talk about health and I do um, like intuitive work into the areas of health and vitality and healing. And sometimes it's deeply spiritual and energetic and it's patterns that have been showing up for a while, kind of polishing that mirror, getting people into depth resonance um, in their own being. And sometimes it's based on finances and abundance and how do I create more abundance with grace and with joy in my life and in my experience? And how do I actually embody richness? How do I actually embody pure abundance and pure vitality in life, giving energy in my body, that pure cosmic energy that, you know, it's like waking up like a kid every day and you feel inspired to create and it's like yes <laughs> it's so excited to take on the day and to create and to share and to gift our art and our service to the world and just even supporting people with connecting to that stream and sometimes it's really deep you know deep familial things where people need to go into we either go into the shamanic realms or past life spaces or complete future self embodiment fusing with the oversoul blueprint and the divine cosmic blueprint um, or healing deep rooted family challenges. You know, people come to me and go, this is what's happening in my relationship. These are the dynamics that are happening in, you know, my marriage or my family life. How do we bring resolution? How do we find that warmth of love and harmony that is like the kiln, like the fire in the belly that we used to experience? How do we reignite that spark and that passion, return to that space in our connections? And, you know, with entrepreneurs, sometimes it's a lot of, you know, logistical things, like how do we actually birth this creation for you into the world? What are those very tactical, practical steps? And, and let's play with that for a little bit. And so we go wherever 
wherever we need to go. And I'm just open and available to channel that wisdom through uh, uniquely for each person. Okay, thank you. That's beautiful because it really meets people where they're at no matter what level. Yes. So beautiful. All right, so you can have a golden oracle hour with Solara Rose. Her special offer is here. And with that, there's also, there's a DNA, there's a freebie that you're offering. And right now we've got it with your special offer, but you mentioned that you want to give this to everyone. So share with us what that's about and we'll make that available. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so this is a full-bodied, full-blooded, whole system. Um, I call it the Diamond DNA Prosperity Activation because it's really activating true prosperity, which is light intelligence um, that is the creative force of everything that we see. Everything is a, an emanation of light throughout all of your um, energy bodies, your multidimensional systems, um, and through all the different facets of your life. So it's just a, it's a full on thorough activation for you to melt into every single day. It will activate your sacred sexuality, your power, your deep, rich love in your heart, your creative self-expression, your psychic gifts and technologies, bringing everything into coherency and then looking at, you know, activating highest dimensional relationships, abundance, um, you know, all the physical things that we experience in this dimension. So it really works from the inside out. So it works at the spiritual energetic level. And then we move out into all the different facets of life so that people can attune to it every day. And really it has been quite miraculous for so many people. It's such a grace to receive all of the really cool stories from people who, you know, I tuned into this and it created such a shift in my energy that this manifested because it's really the energetic shift that creates the physical manifestation. So it's always cool to receive that. It's something that I would, um, you know, tune into how often you feel called to listen to it. But if you're to, you know, if you don't have something to tune into every day, this would be a good thing to tune into on a regular basis, even as inspiration for how you can start to self-facilitate your own meditations and activations. Um, and stay nice and hydrated because they're very powerful activations. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. And even what we did today in coming to this home of, of in the heart temple, yeah. home to your energy, that yeah. was so beautiful, so lovely. Yeah. It's like we can feel our DNA changing, and that's key. What can you share about the DNA changing? Because that's that energetic shift is the change in the DNA that actually changes our reality. Can you share more on that? Yes. Oh, I just appreciate you so much. I love that you um, express it in that way because that's so very true. It's really because the DNA is a self-replicating material. So whatever we're feeling in our DNA replicates and duplicates in our reality, in our experience. So, um, from a more scientific vantage point, and there's a lot of studies um, in heart math that have been done around this, and there's a plethora more. If you visit the science page on my website, there's a whole galaxy of science for all of my beautiful beings who love to have that dimension complement the, the spiritual gnosis. Um, but the DNA, when it's really contracted and it's, it's, it's recoiled and it's tight, which is when we're experiencing fear or anxiety or we contract our energy to protect, to hold in. And this is where things like the suppression and depression of energy start to take place because that's all that that is. It's just energy that 
wants to be moved and expressed that's not being moved and expressed so it gets trapped in the body so when the dna is in these tense states because we start to feel then contracted and trapped and limited and all of this we not only invite more of that closer to us because we're making our energy small we invite it closer by doing that um that is that's what we're sending out is the signal and it creates um i would say lower frequency feelings on a scale of frequency um fear anger anxiety which are all forms of disharmony from the self separation um places and spaces of deep darkness that we can go into when we're really in that space of fear loneliness all of those feelings that arise and then of course we line up with more of that in our experience and beyond the physical the physical manifestation of what shows up out here it creates um enormous disharmony in the physical body and therefore the health of the whole organism the health of our entire body because nothing is um nothing is truly uh we can't really isolate parts of the body out so if something's not working in one place it's, there's a unified field so it's going to start to impact all the other systems and organisms in our body so that's when the dna is contracted now when we're in deeply relaxed open peaceful harmonized spaces when we return home when we return to that space of warmth and in our awareness recognize everything is safe everything is beautiful everything is perfect i'm so cared for i'm so loved i'm so enveloped by the light and the majesty and the protection and the grace and the abundance of god of source of life in all moments and we allow ourselves to melt deeply into that field of peace of truth of beauty of resonance of home and the dna starts to open and expand so there's spaces of peace where we allow ourselves to open and expand then that is what we start to have mirrored and reflected back to us in our reality the entire organism and system starts to come into deep quantum coherency so our mind body starts to come into deep coherency and then we experience coherency in all the other aspects of our reality of our relations with other people and we're then we're manifesting what it is we're truly desiring to experience which is the pure reflection of who and what we truly are we don't often, you know we don't intend to manifest our subconscious material <laughs> even though we do often times before we learn how to get into that deeper resonance you know and some of my deeper challenges in my life where it was like you know it's like all you have is to surrender sometimes it's like you're you're and that's that's my only option that's all that i have left and that's really where our being has been trying to support us with selecting we just you could just choose the peace you could just choose that you could just go there and that's what, you know that's an option we would love to give that to you but sometimes uh we really don't learn how to self select it until we're kind of lovingly nudged into that space um you know <laughs> be gracious with the way I'm explaining that <laughs> hopefully that lovingly nudge doesn't become a push <laughs> right right but it's so beautiful if we if we simply um you know relax into love it, it really yeah. just return home into love and hopefully because we have expressed that in this episode today that there are no more triggers for any of us no more triggers because actually this 
state, being in that space and in that frequency certainly makes us see those triggers even more. And that's a big piece of it as well, because when we can start to, um, I love that word sovereign that you use, when we start to manage our energy where we're aware, where we're moving out of that heart center or out of that resonance or coherence, as you said, then um, we can control those triggers and release those triggers even more. And we're so much closer towards that embodiment. Um, expression right I mean it's beautiful yeah I mean in that space the, the triggers it's actually it's well it's the space of the witness right we're able to just kind of see everything we're still very aware of what's going on but it doesn't impact us anymore it almost moves we become transparent so it just moves through us it doesn't have anything to, to latch into because we're so relaxed and at peace it just moves through only when there's something for that frequency to latch into on our symphony does it rile us up because it's striking a chord literally with something that we have going on. So even in the realm of triggers, it's like, okay, this is where I get to actually just melt in even deeper. <laughs> melt away, melt away. All right. Well, it's with ease and grace and it's simply a return to the love that we know the love of home that we knew that we were coming to earth to assist in, right? We knew what we took on as we incarnated here. And I hope everyone is remembering that. It's beautiful because Solara Rose can help you remember all of that about yourself, get you on your game for new earth on and help you See the visionary that you truly are when you are connected to your higher self and truly embodied. So, Solara Rose, thank you so much. Your special yeah. offer is available on this page for those who would like that oracle reading. You are a magnificent guide to help people return back to this peace within themselves, this love within themselves. So for those who want that assistance, we thank you for offering that for us. Thank you. Yeah, oh, my honor. <laughs> and so as we wrap up today, I want to say we're going to stay on here on this Zoom meeting for a QCTV episode. Today is June 24th, and we will just be on Zoom so that you can laugh and share with us. If you purchase Solara's special offer, a ticket to our after party is included so you can jump on Zoom with us and share and laugh and ask. And you can also buy an individual ticket. So it's all there for you. We thank you for that. Um, check out the description box here and join us on our after party. So, Laura, thank you so much. As we wrap up our conversation today, I know we're all uplifted from... Um, some of the density that's out there. When you look at new earth that's coming and our current situation, share with us a message of uh, whatever you get from for, from from the larger perspective of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, the very first message that comes through is new earth is already here, and this is how we accelerate the crystallization of it in our physical tangible experience is to resonate in a new earth actualized and to actually each one of us begin to live from the space of the new earth actualized now and to build our lives out from that field from that field of knowing and, and 
it will naturally organically synchronize itself in its highest expression as we all decide to do that. And that's the gift and the glory of pure genius because there's going to be some people who are called to work in the realm of creativity and the arts and expression and music. And there's going to be people who are more in the educational institutions and the economical systems and all of this. And as we each live from, okay, Paradise is here, New Earth is actualized, this is all already made manifest, what would I naturally choose to do as my highest aliveness, as my highest joy in that dimensional reality? And everybody's gift will meet the full physical actualized manifestation of that New Earth, naturally. Naturally. Yeah. And we're all so each unique and bring different things that we could literally be 100 yoga instructors in a room, but yet still each individually show up in that new way. Thank you for that. I love that. So everyone, new earth is here. It's actualized. We can actually see it when we dare to look, when, we, when mm. we're bold enough to read between the lines and see with new eyes. It is here, Solara. Thank you for that. It is yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that's where it gets fun. <laughs> Get ready to have fun, everyone. Thank you all for your bright light. And Solara Rose, thank you for being here in this beautiful QCTV episode. We thank you and we feel like our hearts are open and we are expanded even further and we are feeling that love frequency. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. All right, everyone. If you want to join us in our QCTV after party, please do. We will be there um, for a few minutes more, just hanging out in our new earth crowd. So now it is time <laughs> to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Here we go. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, Solara, hang out. We'll start after the music here. Mm -hmm. is, it is it possible to use the restroom? We got a few minutes here. All right, we'll see everybody on the flip side. quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart 
as we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.